1: do you think about me now and then yeah do you think about me now and then cause I'm coming home again again. I met this girl when I was three years old and what I love most she had so much soul she said excuse me little homie I know you don't know me but my name is Wendy and I like to blow trees and from that point I never blow her off Niggas come from out of town, I like to show her off They like to act tough, she like to tone them off And make them straighten up their hat, cause she know they soft And when I grew up, she showed me how to go downtown And at night time, my face lit up, so And I told her, in my heart, is where she always be She never mess with entertainers, cause they always leave She said it felt like they walked and drove on me Knew I was gang affiliated, got on TV and told on me I guess that's why last winter she got so cold on me She said, yeah, keep making that, keep making that platinum and gold For me, you think about me now and then Do you think about me now and then Cause I'm coming home home again Do you think about me now and then Do you think about me now and then could start again. But if you really cared for her, then you wouldn't have never hit the airport to follow your dreams. Sometimes I still talk to her, but when I talk to her, it always seems like she talking about me. She said you left the kids, and they just like you. They want to rap and make soul beats just like you, but they just not you, and I just got through talking about what niggas trying to do, just not new. Now everybody got the game figured out all wrong. I guess you never know what you got till it's gone. I guess that's why I'm here and I can't come Back home and guess when I heard that When I was back home Every interview I'm representing you Making you crowd. Reach for the stars So if you fall you land on the cloud Jump in the crowd Talking the this wave them around. If you don't know by now I'm talking oh, about yeah. shot down. Do you think about me now and then Do you think about me now and i I'm so cold and do you remember Fireworks of Lake Michigan. Oh, now I'm coming home again. Me and home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think about me now and because 'Cause I'm coming home again. Oh, coming home again. Baby, do you remember when fireworks of Lake Michigan? <laughs>
2: Folks, we will always be together. Do not do not listen to Taylor. We are good. Welcome to So Bad, It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday episode. Wow, Taylor really... She seems upset. It's been a big week for Taylor. Uh, I wanted to talk really briefly before we get into the show with Sophie Ross. Uh, there's a big spoiler. I, I don't want a spoiler alert. But, but Sophie... Sophie makes an announcement that I cannot wait for you guys to hear. And I hope you guys message her. I hope I, I just want to get the first picture. I want to get the first shot. Uh, You guys, I went tonight to uh, Tom Sandoval's live show at the hotel cafe, the hotel cafe. You guys don't even get it, man. Like I have a deep history with the hotel cafe, which is a, uh, a very awesome venue on Cahuenga Boulevard. And I, 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 don't, I don't know how to tell you. I, so so many of you guys are so young. Do you guys remember the Garden State soundtrack? There's a song called Blue Eyes by Kerry Brothers that people think Kerry Brothers is the name of a band name. It's one dude. And he was a very good friend when that soundtrack came out. And I was running a nightclub and, uh, I got to watch, like I used to hang out with him, Zach Braff, all this shit when the, the garden state soundtrack came out and he started off at uh, hotel cafe, him and, uh, um, all of these amazing artists started off at this place called hotel cafe. And so it was wild to actually go and see tom sandoval with an eight-piece band you guys his band was insane i will talk more about this on the tuesday episode but i was so proud like dude i've watched tom sandoval perform karaoke better than anybody i've ever seen in my life and now he has a full band behind him it was insane it was insane how are you guys doing We are in the week, the year, the month of Taylor Swift. We are getting Swiftied every which way. I do not know how you guys are dealing with it, but I'm dealing with it just fine, I think. I love Taylor Swift. I gotta say it, I do. Who does not love Taylor Swift, right? So, uh, we're gonna talk a lot about her in today's episode with Sophie, and uh, we're going to hear some commercials in between that. And yeah, guys, I am totally tipsy. I went to this show at Hotel Cafe. Tom, I'm so drunk, you guys. I don't know how to do But I'm a professional and I'm going to put this show together. And can I give you something else? I tried to keep this secret because I don't like to like... I moved. I'm in a new place. I moved in the last week and actually the last three days, I did not plan on this, but a better opportunity presented itself. And now I'm in a kick-ass place on Melrose, four blocks from where I was living, but this place is killer. So I've been moving all weekend. So I've been moving all weekend. And then we went to the show and now I'm back and I'm in a new place. And, do you know what it's like when you, you're you in a new place, there's a new opportunity, right? So I could make my life perfect right now if I wanted to. Oh, shit. And I forgot to tell you guys. Now it's, like, becoming super obvious I'm wasted. Uh, a couple of people, like, actually listened to the show that were at the show tonight. It was the coolest thing I've ever – it was so cool. I, I literally wanted to pay them money for saying hi to me. It was awesome. Okay, Uh, that's enough. This is embarrassing on so many levels. So we're going to get right into Sophie Ross. Sophie has a big announcement for you guys at the beginning of the thing, and then we're going to do some commercial breaks. Then we're going to come back to the show, and then I'm going to talk to you Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I've got some amazing interviews for you guys. So that's it. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh my god, you guys! I passed out right after I said "I love you, I love you, I love you," and uh, I'm I'm up, and I this podcast is hours late now. Oh my god, I didn't even know I, I I passed out watching Salt Lake. I passed out watching one of the best episodes of the year. That's so embarrassing. Anyways, so this is uh, uh, you know our conversation with Sophie halfway through. There will be commercials, and the other thing is. The, the story I didn't get to cover, and I'll cover this more on Tuesday, is Taylor Lautner, of course, who played Jacob in the amazing movie series Twilight, and he played the werewolf. He got engaged to his now-fiancé, whose name is also Taylor, but he did it with all these candles everywhere, and he did it with a neon sign saying Lautner behind it, but also... Taylor Lautner used to date Taylor Swift and now his new his fiance's name Taylor Lamb but now her name will be Taylor Lautner so it's two Taylor Lautners in that family on top of he proposed to her and had a neon sign made of his last name I just feel like that should be talked about a little bit more. I feel like the fact that we're talking about anything else is weird because that's probably the the weirdest thing you're ever going to hear about ever. Anyways, you guys, I'll talk to you about on Tuesday. Uh, I got more to tell you about the show. Oh my God. I woke up and I immediately was like, I didn't put out the pod yet. And so sorry, this is late. You guys uh i'll talk to you on tuesday uh don't drink and drive bye uh welcome ladies and gentlemen to your monday episode of so bad it's good with ryan bailey i am ryan bailey joined as me <laughs> joined with me as always the hostess with the mostest uh i'm gonna have her uh blow into something to see what her alcohol content is uh an amazing writer an amazing comedian an amazing lady i would say up there with taylor swift and britney spears miss sophie ross uh how are you today
0: oh my god don't even compare me to those goddesses i have
2: i mean you've dated jake gyllenhaal as well i i think yeah. i have to
0: that's true yeah wait I did.
2: why are you dressed up
0: Oh, I'm not dressed up. We were, I'm wearing a black turtleneck like Elizabeth Holmes right now.
2: Oh my God. All right. Congratulations. So
0: we were, I was um watching football at a bar and I had like 70 mimosas.
2: That's a, yeah, but that's part of that's fruit juice. So you're good. How uh did your so team I actually
0: good? said that because I've been like battling a cold all week. I've like been <laughs> I was like, wait, this is actually kind of good because it's like vitamin C, like in the orange juice.
2: Did your team win?
0: The Bengals had a bye week, so I got to relax. But, okay, <laughs> I know this is really complex.
2: I'll, I'll try to understand it. I hope I understand it.
0: Okay, so we're in a division with three other teams. Every division has four teams. Yeah. The Ravens lost, the Browns lost, and the Steelers tied with a team that's winless, the Lions. So we basically won, even though we're on a bye week.
2: Woo! All right. All right. Did you go, were you like, let's soak, baby?
0: I was like, let's soak
2: tonight. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of soaking going on. Uh, If you're just joining us new to the program, soaking is the act in which you have no friction and you just insert yourself into a female and you do not move at all. And then if you want to go further than that, you can ask one of your friends or an acquaintance or a handyman to jump on the bed to create that friction so God doesn't get mad at you am i describing that correct
0: yeah i hate the way you describe it but yeah
2: well i i isn't wait am i not describing it how it actually is or is there a should i should it be more romantic it's when a when a young man loves a young lady so much that he wants to
0: when you insert yourself well well,
2: i'm so sorry jam yourself in i don't know what you're um speaking of of soaking I don't even know where to start this week because I I will say the last couple of days have been so huge for females. Like, I mean, it's been like, I mean, how many amazing things like, so Britney Spears got freed finally after so many years, Taylor Swift totally annihilated Jake Gyllenhaal and re-released red Taylor's version. Adele is going to be doing like a two hour concert, sit down with Oprah tonight. Um,
0: Has a new Netflix movie.
2: Oh, Lindsay Lohan should have been first. I, I, what am I missing? I'm missing something. Oh, no. Paris Hilton got married finally. I mean, like every every possible females. Like, I mean, females are having the best week ever, aren't they?
0: Yes, but Ryan, we don't use the word females anymore.
2: What are we using? Chicks? We- <laughs> What's chicken, chicken babies? Old. What? We- <laughs> <Old>. No. <kidding. laughs> Ah. hey you holes are having a good week
0: No, we say women
2: oh sorry sorry women are having no I mean but genuinely women are having the best week ever and I gotta say I am so here for all of the Taylor Swift stuff I'm like in rapture
0: wait by the way I showed okay so I have a
2: boyfriend what wait between this week and last week or have you been having it for like months now we've
0: been, we've been dating for a little bit now but oh
2: shit
0: I, uh, I, oh my god
2: podcast official podcast exclusive. official
0: exclusive i was like i need to tell the the listeners before you know the, it gets crazy uh, before the hard launch on instagram just so you guys oh know.
2: shit are I you hard launching this week
0: I don't know. It'll happen when it happens, but you know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to make sure that everyone's in the loop. But anyway, I was like, you need to freaking watch, um, the music video. The short I did. Film. I did. Yeah. So I showed them. Wait, I did you
2: show your, did you show your guy?
0: Yeah. I, sh- I made them sit down him and his roommate and watch all too well.
2: Did he get scared? Did he like break up with you that, that night?
0: No, he loved it. He was like, it was so well done. Like, that I literally making everyone watch it. I'm like, please just watch this film. It's so well done. It's so beautiful. Like I haven't stopped thinking about it. Like, oh my God, it like made me cry. It was just so beautiful. And the whole album obviously is like, just amazing. I've been blasting it all weekend, but like just, it was so well done. Taylor Swift's directing chops. Who Did knew?
2: you, did you watch her on SNL?
0: Okay, wait, I have not had a chance to watch her in SNL yet, but I need to, I know I need to. She killed,
2: I mean, she killed it. I mean, like-
0: I know, I can't see, I looked it up. I looked it up and I couldn't find it on Twitter. Just like, I was like quickly searching when I had a chance today and I couldn't find it. So I'm going to watch it right after this.
2: Well, so I will say this though. Like, I've been loving, like, and part of it is like, I find her really talented, but I also find it kind of funny. Like, I do love the thought of people are now pest. I don't love the thought of people like- doing death threats against Jay Gyllenhaal and John Mayer. But oh, I, yeah. do, I do find the concept of like guys getting scared for mistreating women, like, oh shit. Like I kind of like that narrative, but also it is a little, the narrative itself, you guys, like they dated for like three months and this left such an impact on such a young girl. And this is what I always say, like the the white, like the, the D class version of this is Scott Disick, Disick and Amelia Hamlin. It's like when you have that kind of power vacuum, that power dynamic of an old man and, uh, you know, 11 year older or how how much older was
0: he? he yeah, he was like, um, I think he was 29 and she was 20. So, yeah, that's, like, a significant, you know, you're in different life stages. Like, a 20-year-old is still, like, a baby. It's still, like, developing, you know, person. And, yeah. And he I- clearly was not great to her. This was really bad for Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, this, it just, he was portrayed as a very gaslighting manipulative like piece of shit well,
2: i mean like i was i wondering like can jake gyllenhaal they like, can he respond in one of his movies like you know usually with rappers they go back and forth and all that how will, will jake gyllenhaal ever respond to this there's so many aspects of this story that i find fascinating is that like she really it's like a full court blitz and she's never said his name like i would love it if it turned out to not be jake gyllenhaal and we've just decided as a nation it is and then john mayer did you guys did you see that he went into somebody's dms that said to kill himself and he said hey uh, i just you know i'm getting a lot of messages like this i chose yours at random to respond to do you really want like he goes i have a curious mind do you really want me to die and um the girl was like, Oh my god, no. Um, but John Mayer also like, I mean, John's done this with a lot of I mean, because John's next if she does all her albums, right?
0: Yeah, because John is um dear I John, it, I think it's speak now.
2: Yeah, that
0: next album, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's the he's next. And yeah, everyone's making jokes like John Mayer's gonna like sneak into uh, um Scooter Bronze, like he's <laughs> 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 like. Hey not wanting this to happen
2: i wonder how far she'll go back does she have like a third grade boyfriend or anything like that like could you imagine just like like her first kiss like she just goes for everybody she's supposedly with this guy this actor joe alwyn how do you say his name do you know
0: um joe alwyn yeah yeah
2: and then tomorrow you guys or today when you listen to this she'll have another music video out directed by blake lively and, uh, that music video will be out tomorrow. Now I heard a rumor and I think I might be one of the first, I'm, I'm hesitant to say, cause it sounds insane, but I heard this video. I know this sounds insane. I heard this oh, video. Wait, the
0: next, Sorry. The next Taylor Swift album is 1989.
2: Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well then sorry. she's, is she just going to skip, skip past speak now, or is she going to go back no, to that later? Speak
0: now, uh, okay. Speak now was 2010 Red was 2012.
2: And and 1989 was 2015, right?
0: 2014. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Swifties. I'm not getting all the details right.
2: Screw you. Why'd you just be busy soaking what you're good at?
0: But John Mayer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
0: okay, sorry. Anyway, keep going. Okay, so
2: the video with Blake Lively tomorrow is, Um. I heard this rumor and I, I don't, I I know this is going to sound crazy, but I hear that this can't be right. Is that I hear Aaron Rodgers and Miles Teller are in the video.
0: Wait, in what video?
2: The Taylor Swift one directed by Blake Lively coming out tomorrow. What? But but this was like months ago shot before any of this happened. So I think they would have to be cut out by now. I can't tell you how I know this or anything like that. But but then I went back and looked up Aaron Rodgers, and he does have a Taylor Swift fixation, and I think they're all friends, which would just be so bizarre, but I was like, there's no way, like, Taylor's too calculated to release them at during this time period, you know?
0: What? Yeah. What if I'm know.
2: right, though? What if, I mean, that would be why? What if she ruins this whole comeback by putting Aaron Rodgers in something?
0: we'll see. I know I was just watching we were just talking about Aaron Rodgers he was just playing football and I was like ew I hate his like long hair. He's so gross.
2: You know, I got a lot of barstool people after me last week thanks to oh, our yeah, conversation. Same. same. A lot of people left bad reviews, a lot of people like I mean wild. He I mean I didn't realize what uh you know, it's so funny. I I mean this podcast I think is directly geared towards uh females. And, uh, I know women. we have, a yeah, women. sorry, women. And I know we have a great gay audience as well, but I, I find it funny, like to come out of the woodwork is like, I don't get what we're arguing about in terms of Dave Portnoy. It's like, you can help small businesses, but like, does that right. give you, but does that give you permission to like, I don't no. like be sexually aggressive with young women, even exactly. if, I mean,
0: the guys in my DMS, like, don't get it. Like, and they were all like, but Dave, like disproved everything. And I'm like, what did he disprove? He like posted something that like, the girl was still yeah. texting him afterwards. And it's like Harvey Weinstein, some of Harvey Weinstein's victims still like walked red carpets with him. It's like, you're dealing with like a powerful person. Like you don't know how to act. Like it's yeah. just, it doesn't disprove anything. And I think the fact that, you know, he, it came out, someone DM'd me and I ended up taking down this tweet because it was going to apparently compromise the story that's being worked on about it. A girl had her ribs cracked while she was having sex with him. Like he cracked her ribs. Like, and then if you've seen the sex tape of him where he's like really rough and has like a collar around the girl and he's like filming it. Like he's clearly like doing very degrading, gross stuff. And if you're doing that stuff to 19 year old girls, Yeah. You're going to have some
2: issues. And even uh, I was reading something in an article today. uh, It was like a woman at 19 says like, yeah, of course I consent to this. But then like looking back 11 years, like late, you know, 11 years ago, like, oh my God, I, I, it caused me such mental damage that I had no clue at the time. So it's like one person can say something at a time. Like, you know, sometimes we have to be a little bit better than that. And I understand what he's saying. Like, well, they've all said yes. And all that stuff. it's like, yeah, but you're literally like, you're kind of one of those people that like, I want to throw baloney on you for your naked body from across the room. Like, it's like treating women as like game, you know? Like, I'm going to be as filthy as I want with you and you're going to agree to it.
0: He's like changing the trajectory of their lives. When you like traumatize someone like that, like that will change their lives. And yes, that's a great point that like, you're a 19 year old girl. And yes, you might be saying yes in the moment, but now as like a fully grown adult, I look back at my choices at 19 years old If I had a 44 year old man who had been kind of like preying on me or whatever it is. Um, yeah, that would have fucked me up. Well,
2: it's very similar to what we're talking about at Taylor Swift in a way. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't aggressive in that sense, but You know, according to the music video, he liked to argue a lot, but it's the same thing of like, you know, when you do date younger people, I mean, that stuff does come up and you have to really be careful. That's what we had said all along with that Scott Disick and Amelia, too, is that like now Amelia is going to compare all her other boyfriends to this dude, Scott. And it's going to, like, kind of leave this psychic scar on her dating uh, thing. But I love Taylor Swift in the sense of taking back that narrative. But I will say I would love to hear, like, we'll never hear from Jake Gyllenhaal about this. But I will say just from the dude's perspective it might not have meant a lot to him. Like, I love that part of the lyrics of the song is, you know, it was a masterpiece and you threw it away and all of this stuff. And it was like, it might've been a masterpiece to you, Taylor, but it obviously wasn't a masterpiece to him. Like, I sometimes think that like, we tell ourselves things to make us be able to like I mean the whole I don't know maybe it's just because I'm older and or that I'm getting old and I just realize that not everybody's gonna like everybody forever and it's like I love what Taylor is doing but at the same time I mean Jake immediately, went on to many other people like she has as well. And I I, I totally appreciate like being so hurt and leaving it such an impact on her that it did this, but it is kind of humorous in a way to still be dredging and living in these memories, even though we all do that.
0: Well, I think that's the point. That's the point. And that's why people resonate with this so much is that you have these short lived relationships through your life and you're like, oh, well, it's over now. I've dated other people. It never really mattered anyway. But it did matter. It left an imprint. It left, like, you know, memories, especially if you're young. Like, that leaves, like, everlasting trauma in some cases. Like, it does matter. So, like, these little love affairs through your life, and all of these people that enter your life and left your life that you're like, oh, well, it never mattered because, like, you know, I moved on and they moved on. It really never was anything. It's like it was something. Like yeah. it does. And I feel like people resonate with that because we never, you know, it's about the break, the devastating heartbreaks or like the, you know, um, finding your person or whatever it is. Like there are like in between situationships and i love that about sex in the city too i think there's like a really good sex in the city quote i can't even like remember it right now because i'm like drunk and just not even like (laughs) like, barry bradshaw basically is like yeah even the people that oh i can't even quote it right i'm not going to do it justice but it's basically yeah all of those short-lived, like, even though they only dated for three months, it clearly, you know, made an impact on her. And I think that a lot of people can probably say that about, like, some three-month flings that they've had that maybe were short-lived, but, like, incredibly impactful. And the fact that they were short-lived doesn't take away from the fact that they were impactful and that it was, like, a very, like,
2: intense relationship. Right? Yeah, like, it, like, like, like admit admit that it meant something. Admit that it meant something.
0: Exactly. And that's why I feel like this album, like, resonates with people because we don't usually talk about those little, like, Three month flings. Yeah, well, I don't know.
2: I did you. I, really love it. I and I love the the. I mean, this is what's so amazing is the music video. You guys is so literal. And at first, I, I gotta say, at first, I was like, this is so lit. I I almost thought I was like, oh, is this bad? Like, is this bad? And then I kind of read so many like. Uh, people saying how much it meant to them. And I went back and looked at it and I reconsidered even my own viewing on this. Cause at first I was like, Come on, man, like leave it a like at the end when she became an author instead of a, a songwriter, and then he was there with the red scarf in the back. I was like, Jillian Hall was never in the back of one of her concerts I with the red scarf. That.
0: But I, I- so cute. Well,
2: did you see Dumois that she knows where the red scarf is?
0: I don't know if I believe that. That red, like fanfic.
2: No, I mean, but how exciting! like she knew supposedly through a third party where the scarf is. And she has now been in touch with Taylor's people to get her back to reds. That red scarf needs to go in the Smithsonian.
0: Honestly, that I thought that was fanfic. I didn't believe that for a second.
2: See, I love, see to me, Taylor Swift and this, it makes pop culture exciting. And it's so much more exciting to be talking about this to me than like the billionth time we talk about the Kardashians, you know? Yeah. Like it means something like we get to dissect lyrics and like, it's like this Da Vinci code of pain, you know?
0: Well, that's why Taylor Swift is such a strong fan base because she gives her fan base so much. She gives them the Easter eggs and the fun puzzles and the clues and she gives them the premieres. Like she gave that premiere to her like biggest fans. Like, and she does like screenings at her house and like stuff like that. Like, all of the fun stuff that she does for her fans that no other artists do for their fans. Like if you're wondering why Taylor Swift has such an intense fan base, it's because she loves her fans and it shows like she wants people to be entertained. She wants to give people like the best of the best. Look, compare that to like freaking Kylie Jenner who produces trash and is like, love me anyway. Like Taylor Swift wants to earn your love. Like she actually cares about her fans.
2: i I totally agree the funniest thing though was like friday was so insane we got britney being freed which we'll talk about in a second we had all this taylor stuff happen, and then all of a sudden i get like us weekly emails like updating i get like 10 a day from them and one of the us weeklies the headline was uh courtney approves of travis barker's vegan snacks and i was like imagine how lame to still be a part of the conversation and you have really nothing going on except for like we like to dry hump in public and he's a vegan. And like, I mean, like you realize that there's nothing really, you're not contributing tons to the society. Whereas I feel like Taylor and even Britney, like Britney Spears has turned into this kind of icon and not even in, in her music, but just in what she represents about like actual freedom and human rights now. I mean, that's bizarre that she is now kind of this, 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 um, uh, symbol for for free speech, right? Or like for freedom of of body and. Yeah, and-
0: well, this is yeah. This is clearly like a huge freaking issue. If if Britney Spears, who's a multi-millionaire, iconic like woman, was trapped like this for thirteen years, think about all the other people that are being trapped in situations like this. Like, and they don't even have the platform. I mean not even a platform because Britney really was restricted from using her platform for so long, but the fan base and the exposure that Britney Spears has, like all of the other people that are in similar situations, like it really sheds light on kind of this abuse that happens that people don't really know about.
2: What if her Instagram turns back to normal now? Like there's no more like weird codes or dancing in whole, like, you know, the dancing in the, the no, foyer. Like I What haven't. if it's just sunset photos or like, you know, this is what I'm having for breakfast, avocado toast. Uh, Matthew Rosengart is her attorney and he gave this great speech afterwards.
0: Exactly.
2: Okay, see, this is what I wanted to say. And I said this before. I love, this is like one of my, the funniest things we do or women do in terms of like, a guy does something good for a woman and immediately it comes like, I bet he fucks good. I want to fuck that dude. Like, I saw that everywhere on Twitter. is like, you know he fucks. And it's like, can you let this guy do something good for Britney without totally sexual? You're like, I, I literally read tweets of me like, that guy's got a big dick. You know he does, you know?
0: Okay, but he is hot. Like- he is hot, but like, hot. like,
2: why Why can't, this is about Britney right now. Why do we have to make him hot, you know?
0: Because he's hot. We're not wait, making-
2: wait, We're wait, hot. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Will you tell me for real if this is is that your boyfriend? Is Matthew Rosengard, her attorney, your boyfriend? Is that why you're saying this so emphatically? Matt,
0: if you're right. <laughs> <watching, I'm> mad. <laughs> don't be mad. <laughs>
2: Um, but he, he came out and he gave this speech saying like, thank you to the fans for, for doing this. You guys are a part of why this happened. But what I love that he said is that they have safeguards in place. Cause a lot of people were like, well, now she's just going to blow it. We're, we're going to, and I'm like, but I love that he has a safeguard in place for her financially and otherwise with her in full control of it. But there are things that are in place, which is what it should have been in the first place. Yeah. You know, I love you know, that.
0: This, I mean, this is clearly the first lawyer that has actually her best interests in mind. The other lawyers were always hired on behalf of, you know, the Spears family. Um, And yeah, he actually really cares about her and cares about her financial well-being. And also when they, you know, um, I think they originally decided or they got Jamie off of the um, conservatorship a few months ago and they were like, it's going to be over. Yeah. But Matthew Rosengart wanted it in place for a few more months just to get everything investigated and get everything in order and get everything sorted. Like he wanted to do this right and make sure that Brittany is left in the best situation possible. And that the people that took advantage of her are, like held accountable, which I appreciate about him. Like he clearly is, you know, doing a great job. And yeah, he freed Brittany.
2: And he's got oh, a bit. Yeah. And he's got a big old dong, according yeah, to everybody.
0: It, yeah, and he's definitely packing heat. <laughs> he's
2: he's packing the full extent of the law in those uh those thirty six inch waists.
0: It's gonna be like instead of the Pete Davidson dildo, it's.
2: I like, am <laughs> so. Matthew Rosengard dildo. By I mean that. By the way, uh, Pete did a sketch with Taylor last night, and I was like. I got immediately scared. I was like, Taylor's going to hook up with Pete, isn't she? Like, like that. It's just like in Vogue to hook up with Pete Davidson right now. You know?
0: God forbid. God forbid.
2: Um, speaking of the
0: whole album about Pete Davidson.
2: Wait, what'd you say? I oh, mean, I would love like Taylor. Should be, that would be a challenge. Like, how do you write a whole album about Pete Davidson? You know?
0: No. Yeah. She, she's, she's good. She can do better. Joe is um, better.
2: Yeah. I don't even know what Joe Alwyn looks like actually, but I mean, um, so, okay. So we have that, uh, Britney Spears is freed. Amazing. Uh, Paris Hilton is married and this coincides with Paris Hilton's new, um, uh, reality series from Paris with love. I believe it's called on Peacock. I, mean, I watched
0: Paris and love. Oh,
2: Paris and love. Sorry. From Paris with love would actually be a little better, but Paris yeah. and love is good as well. So it's about her engagement and prepping for the wedding with her, her fiance, who's I don't know. I watched the first episode and it, it, it's kind of like he's kind of we- it's not who I would expect Paris to be with, but he's throwing so much money at her all the time. And she's going in between the baby doll voice and the deeper voice. We see Kathy in it, which is amazing, but it's all like so she had a three day wedding, not unlike Coachella where Thursday was the wedding on 11-11, and then Friday they had a neon carnival, which is what they do at uh, Coachella. Brett Bolthouse throws this party uh, the first night at Coachella, or I think the Saturday night at Coachella every year. And uh, then yesterday, that was Friday, and then Saturday was like a black tie event, but they had McDonald's there and stuff. So they had three days of events for Paris Hilton's wedding. Does this make you feel anything?
0: No, I looked at the photos. The photos, I mean, it looked, yeah. She looked gorgeous. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. It looked extravagant. It looked beautiful. Yeah, I heard the show was really bad
2: yeah it wasn't good i mean i I, there were parts of it that i laughed at just in the sense of like watching a guy who's never been on reality shows before her fiance or her husband now him like i just couldn't get a beat on his personality i was kind of like wow this is very different than anybody i thought paris would date and you really get the sense that she's like kathy hilton in the sense of she has a lot of arrested development like i i feel like the women maybe not nikki but paris and kathy feel like they're like 11 year olds you know, like they're always like very childlike and they're like, I believe in the fairy tale, you know, and she just doesn't know what voice to use. It was completely awkward. And also I saw the all the wedding dress photos. She had four or five different changes at the wedding itself. And it just seemed like exhausting. Like imagine being poked and prodded on your special. Like, And I know that's her thing to look beautiful, but man, it looked exhausting to do all that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, exhausting. But you know, what else are they gonna do? Of course, they're gonna have like a multi-million-dollar like freaking weekend.
2: I know. I just see. I mean, I'm I'm sure. I mean, what do you do though after that's over? Like, how do you? I. It just seems like that's rarefied air. Now we know Kyle Richards was there. The guest list was like weird. Like they are like Ashley Benson, Kim Kardashian came. Oh, also about Travis Scott. Did you notice Daily Mail took down all their Travis Scott articles?
0: Oh, they did?
2: I don't know about what-
0: About World or, or just in general?
2: I think, well, no, I think just about World. I don't know. Somebody sent that to me today and-, and sure, uh,
0: Travis Scott's PR team is like working overtime. But also I thought it was interesting how Kim Kardashian went to like the, the convenience store after Paris Hilton's wedding and- I was like, you have an assistant. If you, he's
2: need- so normal, you guys.
0: If I'm like, if you needed anything for the convenience, or you have an assistant, it's like I feel like some of these photo ops are literally to draw attention away from like the Kylie and Travis stuff.
2: Yeah, but she would do that shit anyways. Where I think that's True. like, uh, uh, that's a it's like a style of tweet it's like a style of paparazzi photo where they're like you're gonna get somebody looking so glamorous and let's get them at the shittiest place ever so we so they think they're still real you know
0: yeah yeah That's like so
2: I, see real like pull over i want to see you like pooping in a porta potty or something that would be like real you know oh get a shot God. of that
0: or like yeah flying like in coach
2: yeah. Yeah. Like just totally normal. Like just talking with like regular people that would be eating Southwest peanuts. Um, so Britney Spears free Paris wedded wh- wh- or whatever that, that is. Um, let's see what else happened this week. Cause it seemed like so much. Did you see, speaking of sex in the city, did you see the preview for the actual show?
0: Oh my God. Yeah. It made me so excited.
2: It looks, I gotta say guys, I know we've like a lot of people have been shitting, shitting on it and it doesn't have Kim Cattrall And but it, I thought it looked really good.
0: It got me so excited. Like, I'm so excited. But are you,
2: I I think there's a real unique opportunity here.
0: I got chills when I watched it.
2: Well, I think it's like really cool to actually have a show that like potentially could talk about, like, we all saw them be the hot it girls of that, like. Decade on HBO, you can actually talk about what it's like being older as a woman, to be sexy as an older woman. Like they actually are able to probably confront some issues that that women go through. That I think in a really cool way. And it looked like I don't know. I thought the preview looked great. I know I'm a dude, but I thought I still was like, this looks look great. Unfortunately, and and it made me sad. They had her best friend uh, in in it for a second who passed away a couple months ago. Oh, you know?
0: I know, that made me so sad. I cannot remember his name
2: wait, is your boyfriend one of the guys where you were in uh, the Summer House area? Was that one of those dudes that we, in the background, like you're the two what? dudes? What? He recorded and- um...
0: Oh, no, no, no. Neither of those guys. Those guys are right. My... Now you're like, you keep asking. Well, now I'm, I'm curious. curious. <laughs> is it is
2: it Luke Goldbrunson from Summer at Winter House? <sighs> wait, is it? It's Luke. It's oh, Luke. Oh, 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 man. Yeah. If he came out with a guitar right now, he's like, Su-N-Tah, that drives me wild. Jesse drives me wild. <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> wow. What do you think of, uh, what do you think of Winter House this week? Oh
0: my God, Winter House is giving me life. I'm uh, obsessed with Winterhouse. I love it. I'm trying to think. Um, Lindsay is obviously killing it and giving us everything we need. The Sierra and Austin thing, I'm still confused by. Um, Paige. It fascinated
2: Paige. Do you think Paige were like she was talking about dating online dating? She said, "Uh, you know, she even got ghosted. She thought everybody would love her, and it turns out like you know, it wasn't what she thought it would be." Do you believe that? Because I was like, "Who's ghosting Paige?"
0: I believe that. I believe that just because I know New York men in general. Like it doesn't matter who you are. These guys in New York on dating apps, like. They all have Peter Pan. A lot of them have Peter Pan syndrome where they do not want to settle down. So they'll go on a date, go on a date or two, hook up, whatever it is. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, they just don't want to settle down. So, yeah, I totally believe that. Except
2: for your new boyfriend, Carl Radke.
0: <laughs> Carl, come on out.
2: Hey, he's like, he's like more life. What up? Check out my three balls.
0: Um, but what I don't believe is that Paige is super into Andrea. I think that that's a storyline. I don't think that she actually like wanted to marry this guy.
2: No, not at all. And the frustrating thing: we only have two more episodes of Winter House left, and um, we don't get to see the Paige Craig thing happen at all in this. Like it happened way after Winter House stopped filming, so that's like a, I think everybody keeps thinking they're going to see it on the show, and that's not going to happen. That's what uh, I was
0: saying. I was like, he has a girlfriend on the show. We're not going to see it. It happened after.
2: Um, also, we got a picture this week of uh, Paige with Patricia from Southern Charm standing together. So she's yeah, like-
0: right. And also, why were they dressed for completely different occasions?
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe. looks
0: like she was going to the club. At
2: Patricia's She probably probably was a night before Like it was probably They started off there And then they were going To the club for uh, Republic Or yeah, like, something else you guys, uh, we'll be back in a second to this very fun conversation. But in the meantime, we, uh, we're we going to do some commercials, as always. And we had a new sponsor for So Bad It's Good this week. I am very excited about this one. Uh, it is Victoria Emerson. Uh, they do amazing jewelry. And I always get to approve... Um, the, the products that I have on this show and they sent me the website. I got to order a few products and, uh, I'm very excited to give them to the females in my life. Um, uh, it looked really, really cool. It looked very stylish from all of the stuff that I see on all of these images from us weekly, from daily mail, this stuff fits right in there. So I think you guys are going to dig it as well. So Victoria Emerson, it all started with an idea to create gorgeous jewelry for everyone. Victoria Emerson is a jewelry line that offers wrap bracelets, boho cuffs, earrings, and necklaces to bring a little sparkle to everyone's lives. Founded in 2012 and loved by women around the world, Victoria Emerson is lucky to call celebrities like Jessica Alba, Vanessa Hudgens, Busy Phillips, Brenda Song, Mary Fitzgerald, and Julianne Howe. How? 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 Am I saying? <laughs> Julianne Howe. Oh, How Dancing with the Stars. Of course, they're all fans. Of this brand. So each piece, you guys, uh, is created with genuine materials, including real crystals, stones, AA plus pearls, and 14 karat and 18 karat gold. There is something for everyone. And you guys, their website is amazing. There really is something for everyone. Minimalists will love the dainty necklaces, timeless chains, or even the double wrap bracelets. Uh, Those looking for a little more will love the boho cuffs, wrap bracelets, and layered necklaces for all their sparkle. Victoria Emerson is inclusive with most styles offering multiple points to fasten the piece or extension so you can adjust the fit to be as loosely or as snug as you like. Customer favorites are the freshwater pearl wrap bracelets, the layered necklaces featuring multiple chains on one clasp for an easy easy layered look, and the infamous paperclip-style gold necklace that sold out multiple times within 24 hours. Uh, And, of course, smartwatch straps so you can have fashion and function. Brand new styles just landed online for the fall season. Now, listeners can buy one, get one free. That's buy one, get one free on the entire collection by visiting www.victoriaemerson.com forward slash so bad and use the code so bad. You guys... This is a buy one, get one free. That is a whole one free. I read this and I just thought I actually was wrong, but that is buy one, get one free. www.victoriaemerson.com forward slash so bad. And the code is so bad. That's two gifts right there. Buy one, get one free. That's two gifts. (laughs) So the, uh, the next sponsor is, of course, our friends at BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Uh, you guys know my thoughts on um, therapy. You guys know my thoughts on mental health. Uh, it is something that we need to talk about more and more and bring it out into the light. There should be no stigma attached to it. And it should be easy and affordable. And that's what BetterHelp does. Um, my story about this is you know, they always want you to tell your story. My story, one of the things is just kind of out of comfort was, uh, you know, when, when the world was normal back in the day, I used to, um, have to go on my lunch break from work and I'd have to run to an appointment, uh, in uh, Burbank and then it'd be an hour session. And then I was like, always just like how much will, how the traffic to get back to work. And I was always stressed out. Um, and with this, you're doing it right in, on your computer. You can do it just as a phone call. You can do it as a video call. Um, also, if you're if you're worried about doing therapy, which I totally understand, the best way to think about therapy is through like, like a bunch of analogies. Uh, you get oil changes for your cars to prevent bigger issues down the road. Uh, you see a doctor and go to the gym to take care of our bodies. I actually need to go to the gym. Uh, but you do it to prevent injury and disease. We do chores regularly, uh, some of us, to avoid a messy house. Going to therapy is like all of the the above. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. Um, we got to do the things to invest in ourselves. We're worth it. So BetterHelp is customized, customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and So Bad It's Good. Listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash so bad. Uh, that's betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. B E T T E R H E L P dot com. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I gotta tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the Back to the show. Don't wear that.
0: (laughs) She really just like does not, she does not understand the assignments. I know that she's like supposed to be the fashionable one, but she makes some very questionable choices. I was like, why is she wearing that at Patricia's?
2: I need your thoughts on last Sunday night of TV. We finally got to see Salt Lake. We got to see the last 15 minutes. Jen Shaw made up one of the worst. I mean, really one of the best lies, but also just a horrifying lie that her husband had internal bleeding, didn't even blink. What were your thoughts on that episode?
0: First of all, it was scary to see how easily she could lie. I I mean, without without blink.
2: and Guys, that's what I'm saying. That's why, like, some people, like, you know, will say Dorit Dorit and PK made up the home invasion because of shit like this. Like, we see it all the time. There is precedent for this stuff happening. So, of course, some people are going to think that because we see people lie on these shows all the time.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that was very telling about her character. Um, But I thought it was incredible. I thought the episode itself was, like... Eh, like slow leading up to it. I think that Mary is very like unhinged.
2: I mean, she's crazy. I mean, you. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but she's crazy, and it's you can't fight with crazy. Like, it's Literally, funny to watch, but you can't like, fight with crazy.
0: Right. She's so insane. Um. There's something wrong with her. I don't. I don't know what's going on with Mary. But um. Yeah. That. I'm so excited. So right now it's um.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's,
0: it's, time for Potomac reunion part two and then Salt Lake City where they're going to... But the last like 15 minutes of that episode were like insane. The tension,
2: it was like so good. That's the only time when I love that the audience knows how this plays out. So we're already amped up. So when we see that first FBI or like Homeland Security agent flash by in the bus and and they don't see him but we see him it's such a it's it's such an amazing moment it's such a great tv moment um I also watched the Potomac reunion last week and I thought it was really good like I it, it was so refreshing to just watch ladies fight over the same old stupid shit instead of like Beverly Hills housewives talking about like crime you know
0: yeah, no, totally. Um, the reunion has been good. I need... Wendy keeps making little comments. Like, Wendy, I just... Yeah, I don't know what her deal is. I
2: See, I like it. I feel like by the third season, she's going to slow it down. Like, she's going to take the feedback, hopefully. But I kind of like that she's going that hard because it's funny, one, in its own right, because it's kind of messy. And two, you, I mean, I just like the evolution. Like, you know, she she's finding her own voice and also there's probably something with eddie that's actually really happening and that's why she's going so hard mia thornton the new cast member this week uh alluded to that she is not coming back to potomac
0: yeah i don't get what she was saying with that post like what was she saying
2: she was saying that uh supposedly she's like me and gordon we don't do mess like this i thought i was coming into classiness like real housewives of beverly hills which i'm like what do you even think like but she's like, I'm just not up for this. I have a great life, great friends, great kids. My business is doing well. And I just don't think I want this. And, you know, I, I could understand that potentially. I mean, it does open you up to a level of, um, yeah. Like you put you under a microscope in a way that it never has. Like, I mean, this year, especially, I mean, who knows, maybe it just means she's a criminal and she's realizing I got to get away, you know?
0: Yeah, that could be the case. But, I mean, I like Mia. I would have been interested in seeing her for another season, for sure.
2: Um, So, I'm seeing a lot. Oh, also, Real Housewives of Orange County, the trailer, premiered this oh, week. it
0: looked so good. It looked
2: good, but it's so funny. It's like so much is happening that it almost got completely overshadowed. You oh, know? my
0: God. I'm super excited. Heather Dubrow is coming to save RHOC.
2: Yeah, it looked it looked fun. We had a moment where Shannon, uh, Shannon and Heather were talking about Gina and and Shannon was like, yeah, she's she's fine, whatever. And then we have a moment where Heather says that I think Noella um, Bronwyn's friend um, gave her 17 year old pornography. I think that she was alluding to or what she said, which is great. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. But then I got to say, like Kelly Trash Dodd. Did you see that thing? She like her and and, uh, Numb Nuts were at a uh, restaurant. And Terry Dubrow and Heather DeBro were at a table of six. They were the only two there. And Kelly Dodd like started doing an Instagram story with their friends at the table saying how much of losers Heather DeBro and Terry were, that they had no friends. They're losers. She always seems like she's on allegedly some like coke binge. And I just don't I mean, I find it so messy and stupid and not the way to get attention, you know?
0: Yeah, like how the fuck is Kelly Dodd still allowed in public places? Like she is just so insane. She really gets off on just like offending people.
2: It's like a Mary Cosby vibe, but but uh, you know what I'm saying. It's like that kind of crate where I'm like, you don't really have it all there, you know you you you, you you're not all there.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: Um, this week, do you realize that we are? Uh Peacock's uh, Ultimate Girls Trip, the Real Housewives mashup, premieres this week with Cynthia Bailey, Ramona Singer, Teresa Giodici, Kyle Richards. We have this whole mashup. Are you going to be watching this? Um. Wow. On I the fence.
0: Yeah, I mean, I probably will, but I really haven't even like um, signed up for Peacock yet. You know, I, ever- I did. I think I maybe. I No, I don't think I did, actually. So I need to, like, get Peacock first. But, like, is it going to be on something else? Because usually they end up... No,
2: no, no. Just Peacock. They're trying to really get people over to Peacock.
0: Uh, Okay, so we'll see. It depends if I decide to get Peacock.
2: Can I say this as your friend, though? Yeah. Ever since you've gotten a boyfriend, you've changed. Like, you would have hopped... (laughs) You would have hopped on that show, uh, like a uh, two months ago. And now you're like, do I have time for this? Do I have time? He's changing you, Sophie. I don't love it. I got to say, Hey, we've all talked. I've talked with your parents. I've talked with, we're just oh, worried right now. We're just worried. We just want to talk. Okay.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <is so> <laughs> yes.
2: I mean, I actually am. So and I do. I, I agree with that. Um, Okay. As we start winding down. Um, okay. So what else is that? Happen- oh, wait. Did you hear anything on your end? Uh, anything more about the Travis Scott stuff?
0: Oh my God. No, just that. Um,
2: I mean the eighth, uh, the, Oh no, the ninth person the ninth died. Person died. Bar- a female.
0: This- Shahondi, I think I I'm probably mispronouncing it, but she was the one that, um, there was a video circulating of her getting dropped on her head. When well, she that's was-
2: her. That was her.
0: Yep, that was her.
2: It was her first Um, concert, right?
0: Her first concert. Um, Yeah, it's just unbelievably tragic. And the fact that, you know, um, so she was on life support for about a week and Travis Scott and his team have not reached out to her family, nor, I mean, last I heard any of the victims.
2: That's what I heard, that the not reaching out to the family thing was kind of like, wow. I mean, I know know it's lawsuits and all of this stuff, but I feel like-
0: a human being just be a human being yeah
2: i feel like you're already gonna have to spend a lot of money to get out of this situation why not like do it with a clear conscience and saying right. like hey you know exactly. i didn't
0: people are like well then he could incriminate himself and blah blah And it's like doesn't matter just be a human
2: yeah i i just at this point that that's the thing i i i get i get you have like legacies to protect but i think legacies are created when you really reach out to your fans and like say like I just can't, I, I can't imagine that this happened, you know, like I'm sure yeah. it's horrific for him, but like, I feel like the story with him, it gets involved of like how much money he's going to lose, not the, how do we make this better for the fans? How do we make this? Like, I don't care genuinely how much money he's going to lose. Like that part to me is not the story, you know?
0: Right. Oh yeah. It's not about the money. It's about, you know, how are the victims and these families going to get through this. He owes them, you know. Um what's the word? retribution.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it's just a fact and he has enough money, Kylie Jenner has enough money. I think that's the other thing. It's like these families, the fact that they all had GoFundMe accounts for the funerals. It's like why do they have GoFundMe accounts when, you know, Travis Scott, Drake and Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner were all in the vicinity. Like yeah that's what I don't get. It's like, why are these people not being human beings? Like it really is almost like when you become that rich and famous, you kind of lose your sense of humanity in a way. Like it really becomes about power and money and that's it. Like they're forgetting that these are real human beings because it doesn't matter like who, if it was, me or a family member or my boyfriend or like whoever oh,
2: it is. Shit.
0: involved. In, no but like you know what I mean like involved in any sort of like yeah like this it's like as a human being and if you have enough money to help people and help people why wouldn't you yeah. like it, just, it it really boggles my mind and I think that both Travis Scott's PR team if he has a PR team because it doesn't even seem like he does and the chris jenner camp have all been failing miserably
2: yeah i mean it, it'll be interested to see what happens but i do get like i i mean it's like i mean we i i how this story has like kind of spread out you'll start it'll start dissipating we'll start hearing less and less about it Um, you know, probably somebody else will pass away. Unfortunately, it'll get brought up again, but it's interesting. I was just thinking about that in terms of, man, like, do you remember a couple of weeks ago when we had that Zayn Malik story with the, uh, the Hadid's like, haven't heard anything about that, like in a week and a half, like, I, you know, it's just interesting how they have a shelf life and so much is going right now that these things really come and go. And I'm curious about. The Astro World thing like does it just go away and we don't talk about it anymore?
0: I think that this, I think the rest of the Kardashians will be able to kind of like I mean even Kim and Kendall have been and Courtney and Chloe all of them have been going about their lives since this happened. So for them to be like we're reeling and we're devastated and we're still in shock as a family, it's like no you aren't. But um I think that this will definitely um follow Kylie and Travis for a very long time. Yeah. It it will. Like he is directly responsible for people's deaths. Um and she that's her baby daddy and this is who she associates with and she decided to protect him instead of doing anything for the victims and he hasn't really shown any empathy and it kind of shows, you know, This is the type of person that she chooses to have children with. Not a good look for you, Kylie. Everything about it is just a really, really, really bad look for Kylie. So I don't think that Kylie really comes back from this, honestly.
2: Well, this is a little bit of a bad look as well. Have you heard of a band called Brass Against? Brass Against?
0: It sounds like... Any band that you could tell me, like, I've heard their song before and I would believe you.
2: So it's a band known for performing brass versions of rock songs and that they were performing at a music festival, Welcome to Rockville. And the band issued an apology because what happened uh, during their set, the lead singer peed on a fan's willing face at at the music festival mid-set. Um, they posted a statement. We had a great time last night at welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. And it's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona.
0: (laughs) Why did he pee on someone? Did they ask?
2: Yeah. Like a willing fan. I don't, I, I mean, listen, I don't know. I'm just, this article made its way around in so many different outlets Uh, So during the performance, the singer Eurista grabbed a bottle of water and noted that the show would be closed out with her relieving herself on someone in the audience once she drank it all. And she quoted, get my man with the can on his head ready because we're going to bring him on stage and I'm going to piss in that motherfucker's mouth, she said. A few minutes later, the man indeed climbed onto the stage with an apparently empty can attached to his forehead. He laid down flat on his back on stage prompting Eurista to straddle his head, slide her pants down and pee into the can, or at least aim for it. When she finished, the man scooped some of the liquid on stage into his hands and threw it out over the audience. After getting her pants pulled back up, Eurista walked back over to him, telling him to get off the stage and calling for security to help her out. Security, get him the fuck out of here, she said. Get the fuck out of here, you're done which is wild that you piss on somebody and then you're like, get the F out, you know?
0: Yeah. Like why he sounds like he was a willing participant and she, like he, she should have been thankful that she yes.
2: has here. Yeah. I mean, try Hey, by the way, Harry Styles compete with that dude. Like compete what with that.
0: Fuck. That is, that is very strange.
2: I mean, that's, that's uh, another, you know, I guess, World tragedy that, I mean, that just seems horrible. Uh, in, in positive news, uh, Lisa Vanderpump is a grandmother, uh pandora pandora finally gave birth to a baby and the baby's name is theodore
0: oh that's cute i like that
2: what if the baby's name was uh insurance fraud (laughs) oh you know guess what i'm going to do tonight what i'm going to see tom sandoval perform live his concert he's playing he has like a 90 um like new wave band that plays all cover, no eighties covers of new wave oh songs.
0: Oh my god, that's amazing.
2: And DJ James Kennedy is opening up for him.
0: Oh my god, I'm so jealous. it's so exciting. Yeah, I'm I so think I'm performing Let's Touch in Public.
2: Public. Well, he can't perform that because the other lead singer of that was QAnon and he killed himself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go live during I've never gone live on Instagram before, but I think I might go live during uh the Sand Ball set and DJ James Kennedy.
0: You should
2: just so people can really experience the joke. Yeah, I will say, I mean, Tom Sandoval, I've I've watched that dude do karaoke so much. The guy, like, remember that party I went to over the summer, and it, he brought his own karaoke machine to the party. Yeah, he's obsessed with like performing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just that's wild. I mean, it's I yeah. guess follow up, do what you love, you know, follow follow your dreams, kids.
0: Exactly.
2: Um, Kanye West alleges legal community are keeping ex Kim Kardashian from passing the bar exam.
0: I doubt that. I think the bar exam is just really, really, really fucking hard.
2: I know. I just love, it's like another, I love what we tell ourselves to like not take responsibility for the actual, like I love that the law community has banded together to keep Kim Kardashian. Like the law community has banded together to like, have you guys not be together. What?
0: It's like Dave Portnoy also, like it's a vast conspiracy theory. It's like, no, it's just like, you know, this is reality and you just don't want to hear it or take accountability. But um, yeah, Kim Kardashian. Oh my God. The Melissa Gorga and Sierra commercial on Bravo.
2: I heard about this, but I thought it was a rumor. There really is a commercial with Melissa Gorga and Sierra from.
0: It's on my TV, right? There are multiple and they're so bad.
2: What are the commercials for dog food?
0: It's like for peacock and. Oh my god, they're so cringy. Sorry, I just got really bad ADD.
2: <laughs> oh my god, um, I'm actually going to a doctor to see if I have uh, ADHD uh, because I can't as I get older. But I, it's like I, I didn't know if it was like be too old to get diagnosed with that, you know? Oh
0: no, I got diagnosed as an adult, and then when I got diagnosed, I was like, oh yeah, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, we thought you knew
2: that you had ADD. Everyone else. Said. <laughs> um, uh, so we, I mean, we like Adele, right? But like, I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to feel like there might be too many big, like, song. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I like, kind of into Taylor right now. That I don't know if I have time for Adele.
0: Um, I'll make time for Adele.
2: Really? Okay. That's. Yeah. All right. I mean, as long as you're you're down with it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see here. And finally, um, what do we have here? Oh. I don't know what this story, do you know what Bella Hadid is crying over not getting designer clothes growing up? I guess there was a story where she was crying yes. saying she didn't get designer clothes growing up. Did you read that?
0: You said that she didn't get her first pair of Louboutins until she graduated high
2: school. Okay. That's fucking ridiculous. Did they? go, did she grow up in a prison? That's horrible.
0: I know that's, that's like a so view.
2: sad. What, I mean, what was the right? Like she wasn't, I'm
0: not,
2: not going to waste it on you.
0: is that your Yolanda voice yeah
2: I have the lemons with the the what is what is the Lyme's disease
0: and the lemons with the Lyme disease
2: Uh, Courtney Kardashian calls Travis Barker her everything as she celebrates his 46th birthday with new snaps on Instagram. I've been seeing a lot of the like live Instagrams with them at just like parties, casually, and he really genuinely is always grabbing at her ass or her. I know
0: I've seen, yeah, I've seen some of the stuff where they're just in the background, not like he's
2: just grabbing, you know, all the. I mean, I I mean that's awesome, you know.
0: Good for them. They seem very in love. I mean, yeah, I'm a believer now.
2: Is that kind of like you and your new boyfriend uh do you guys oh, grab at so each crazy. other? <laughs>
0: what? Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> sorry, like, sorry everyone, sorry.
2: I'm sorry you guys. I you know, come on. You got you got to get roasted a little bit. I um know. okay, so I think that actually genuinely is it. Oh, wait. Kanye is still wearing his creepy mask in public. Um he's in New York City right now, so you might see him and he's wearing this oh, white man mask. In uh, potential publicity ploy for upcoming release of Donda's deluxe remix, which I thought was going to actually be released on Friday to go against Taylor, but it seems like it wasn't ready. Or so. oh, wait, that's it—the last thing. Drake spent a million dollars at a strip club the day oh, after Astro World. I know it's what the f- up. what is that up? I mean, what
0: the thing is? Like people are like, but so what? It wasn't his fault. It's like it's still. Just, like, but I'm like, it contradicts his statement. His statement was like. I've been in shock.
2: Yeah. Like, trying to, trying to sit it. with, trying to sit with this. So we, now we, we realize he was sitting that with three women on his lap, you know?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like it just, it contradicts their statements, the way that they're acting. Like even like the Kendall and Kim stuff. It's like, we've been in shock. We're devastated. It's like, Oh, but here we are like in full bell gowns out like a party. Like it just contradicts. It's like, you're not devastated. You don't care. Um, the Drake thing is like a really, really, really bad look. And I think that he is probably going to be in some, I know that he was named in some lawsuits. So
2: But yeah. Drake's always known for like, kind of like usually doing pretty good PR in the sense of like, people think he's a pretty good guy. Like for the most part, I've heard only good things about Drake from his fans, all of this stuff, but it it is kind of gross. And then to like have it pointed out that it's a million dollars, like we really are in a society now of like eat the rich where it's like, the kind of wealth these people have, it's like, man, a million dollars in today, de- like like people are finding it hard to put food on the table, like like the supply chain shit, like even chicken is going up in prices. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like, and then somebody's throwing around a million dollars for one night at a strip club the day after like eight people died where you were performing. Like, it seems like I maybe there was like a guarantee where he was gonna lose money if he didn't get lap dances, but it, it seems like he has enough money where he could have just sat that one out, you know.
0: Well, yeah. And also like, okay, so a million dollars at a strip club. How about giving some money right now to some of these victims' families?
2: Like, yeah, it's just a really, really, really bad look. Yeah. bums me out. Um, well, tonight is a great night of TV, guys. Sunday night, uh, we'll, you'll be listening to this tomorrow on Monday. But yeah, Real Houses of Potomac is tonight. Salt Ooh. Lake is tonight. Succession Ooh. is tonight. Curb Your Enthusiasm is tonight. People mentioned the show Yellowstone that they love that I think uh, like that is yeah, like actually, that. It's like the number one stream show on cable. And it's actually making like, it, I'm not, I know Kevin Costner's in it, but I wasn't aware how insanely popular it is that's on tonight like it is oh yeah and insecure is on tonight it is non-stop tv to the point where we don't have to go visit our families for thanksgiving if we don't want to because we have plenty of stuff to do uh sophie anything going on this week that we need to know about
0: i have a few stories coming out just um um some shopping stories and fun stuff
2: well please let me know so i can post it on my instagram stories when they come out
0: i sure will (laughs) um yeah and i'm trying to think what else no just follow me
2: okay i gotta i'm gonna see uh, there's something i there's a story i want to tell you that i probably say for next week that's a personal story that i want to see if i should tell you or not but i'm going to think about it it's it's good well i gotta i want to tell you it right now but i'll tell oh oh, here okay bye guys we'll see you next week bye five four three betches